Hey, everybody, how's it going? Uh, just, you know, wanted to start today, you know, at 11, 10, you know, because I felt like that was a good time to start the podcast. Uh, 11, 10, you know, that's like a, a really good time. Oh, my God. I, I'm so stupid, y'all. So the computer, I'm so stupid. The computer with the graphics card and the, the, the other card and me bumping the microphone with my head doesn't help. Um, but what was I even, what was I even talking about, right? Um, 11, 10. What is that? What is 11, 10? Hmm? What is 11? What time is 11, 10 usually representing, you know? Um, so, uh, secrecy. Secrecy is a phenomenon noticed by Carl Gustav Jung. The famous psychologist, synchronicity is also called meaningful coincidence. It can be described as a series of events without apparent connection, but still being related with some joint meaning. Here we go, y'all. This is the this is the perfect thing, right? Eleven ten is that's the meaning. This is what we're gonna name the episode. You know what? While we're sitting here talking about this, I'm I'm going to go ahead and name the episode on I think that dot org. Definitely check that out. Um, I think that .org um, for more information and for all of the episodes of the podcast. You can also check them out on iTunes, um, Spotify, Podchaser. Oh my God, my breath. Whew. Uh, and um, tune in. Yeah, tune in or um, what's the one called? What's the other one called? Uh, Stitcher. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, y'all. So Stitcher. So we're gonna save this, um, and then we're just gonna we're just gonna save that and close it down. We'll write a description later of the episode because I I can't describe the episode if it hasn't happened yet. Um. Anyway, in this episode, I wanted to talk about a few things. Um. Sorry, I just wanted to get like a few seconds of silence, you know, because it, I'm hearing, because I'm, I'm listening back to myself, I'm hearing just a tiny bit of the computer fan. You can hear it's just like, you know, and it's, it's like, it's just background noise, you know, and it makes me really happy to know that the only thing I'm hearing is that so far. Um, even, even just a second ago, like when I opened that up, I was like, oh my God, am I going to hear anything? I didn't. Um, I do have this cord on my on my knee so i feel like i'm probably jerking that around a lot and that's not good because you you can definitely hear that um yeah just even moving this thing is not good okay so hopefully that did that or dealt with that um anyway today we're going to talk about if 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 you weren't if you were to if you were skipping through and you just skipped through this part right here stop this is where the episode gets good um anyway <laughs> Uh, when were corporations invented was something I was thinking about today, y'all. Um, and I wanted to, like, really, really, like, dive into it, you know. And, like, of course, I think back to, like, I don't know. I just, because I don't really know when to think, you know. Like, because there's so many, there's there's so much human history, you know, with, like, Chinese dynasties and stuff. And then they had the Silk Road and, like... Uh, the Chinese Empire pretty much had a monopoly set up on that. So, like, well, not a monopoly. I mean, I guess if you're, sorry, I'm just making sure I'm not bumping the microphone. I need to, I, I got to re-angle everything, y'all. But don't worry, I'm going to, with a new setup, I'm going to get everything 
going good. Um, you know, I change my setup like every 20 episodes, so it's it's going to be, it'll be there, guys, I promise. Um, what? And, um, well, let's see here. If 20 episodes, it'll be uh, next episode. <laughs> anyway, um, so corporations, right? Uh, I was reading about it, and I found this Yale article, um, and it, don't worry, I don't have it pulled up. I'm not going to read to y'all about this article. I just found it was really interesting. Um, it was, it was talking about how, like, a lot of people think, um, that, like, you know, American corporations were, like, generally, like, the first idea of, like, a real corporation. It was, like, but actually, corporations date, like, corporations with, like, um, business policy and, like, trade deals and all this stuff date back to the 1300s, and, and they have these, like, French mills, this is the most, like, documented thing, I guess, right, um, these, like, French mills who have set up, like, multiple mills, and they have, like, um, codes of conduct across, like, all of the mills, and, like, like, uh, company policies and stuff like that, and, like, this was, like, supposedly some of, like, the first examples of, like, companies, um, but, like, then it talked about, too, like, if you, it, it, not this same article, but, like, several other articles talked about that, and then they also said, um, like, if you really want to look at a company, though, in, like, a company perspective, like, it's a, um, like, what you see is an American company today, you know, it's, it, you're going to have to look to like the 1700s in America because no other country capitalized quite like America did because like capitalism was our thing, you know? Um, so some of the oldest ones that I could find, um, that I found was interesting, like that, like related to me, not necessarily the oldest ones, but the ones that I noticed, um, is Cigna. I didn't know that that insurance company had been around that long. Um, but, I mean, I guess being an insurance company in 1792 made sense. 1792, y'all. That's when they started, right? 1792. Imagine being around f since 1792. The, the Declaration of Independence was 20 years old. Not even 20 years old, guys. 1776. 1792, Cigna was formed, right? Okay, 1784, not even 10 years after Bank of New York was founded. And the Bank of New York is also a corporation because they have multiple locations and they are they are considered a corporation. Um, and then I, I just I wanted to like read. Uh, the, I mean, there's there's a few. Sorry. I keep bumping that, and that's definitely, y'all can definitely hear that, and I'm going to apologize every time I do that, um, <laughs> but, so I was reading about other companies, I'm sorry, I put the pin over it, or like, I guess I should just like set this in my lap, you know, so maybe this will, maybe this will keep me in place, right, <coughs> anyway, um, I mean, there's other companies, of course, like, that aren't really like big corporations, um, you have Caswell Massey, whatever. I, I've butchered the pronunciation even though I I literally watched a video just before I went on just now, y'all. And I was like, Caswell Massey. And I was like, yes, I can say it perfectly. And I didn't. I said it horribly. 
um, butchered the pronunciation, but whatever. Um, let's see. I see here on my board, um, Baker's Chocolate. Mmm, we all know Baker's Chocolate. Um, it's a Nestle Craft. Craft. It's a craft brand. Um, it's chocolate. It's like Baker's Chocolate. Um, and then you have Ames. Um, which I don't even remember what Ames was, but it was all these companies. Um, Cas Cas. Caswell Massey or Massey or whatever um, was formed before America, y'all. This company, right? Uh, these are the oldest North American companies. Um, and then all the other ones, 1765 and 1774. So all of these companies, so Baker's Chocolate, 1765, um, Ames, 1774. So. All these companies predate America. This is not what I mean by corporation, y'all. Like when I was thinking, like, what was the first corporation? Um, I thought of, well, this is what I thought anyway. I thought, like, grocery stores, you know, like stuff like that. Like that, of course, that would be, like, the first corporation, you know. Like, who wouldn't think, who wouldn't think, like, okay, well, I can sell food, right? I have a lot of food here. I'm selling a lot of food at this store. Um, but people live on the other side of town. And my store sells a lot of food, but I could sell more food, and I have more food. So maybe I can set up a store on the other side of town. You know, because, listen, right? Piggly, wib Piggly Wiggly, the first North American, like, true North American grocery store um was founded in 1916 um i don't know when kroger was founded right uh let's ask siri so i don't have to bother my computer hey siri when was kroger founded kroger was formed in 1883 1883 y'all okay so kroger predates piggly wiggly i don't know why it told me piggly wiggly was the oldest grocery store so that's what I'm saying. I think that Kroger and then Ingalls is older than that, right? When was Ingalls founded? No, 1963. Okay, so I was wrong. So Kroger is the oldest one or one of the oldest ones. Um, I'm sure it was not always Kroger. Um, but, or actually, hey Siri. Oh my God, she's so dumb. Hey Siri. What's the oldest grocery store in America, since I don't know? Okay, I found this on the web for what's the oldest grocery store in America since Oh, I no, that's not, okay. The, I, anyway, that's, they don't know what I'm talking about. It's trying to show me some grocery store that was actually like, so I know the grocery store it's talking about. It's talking about a grocery store um, that was founded in like the 1700s. Anyway, um... So I, I looked, right, and the, it turns out the oldest, like, corporation, true corporation ever made, um, besides Piggly Wiggly and Kroger or whatever, <laughs> um, is EDF, right? So EDF, it may sound, it may, this may sound wrong, right, because EDF was just put into public domain in 2004, 
And it was, here's the thing, it was French owned from 1946 to 2004. Um, now, there were reasons why it was possessed in 1946, mostly because they were trying to, like, unite all of the energy in France into, like, one system anyway. Um, so, these French mills that I was talking about earlier, right, these mills actually were formed into EDF. Um, so the corporations are still functioning and some of their mills from way back when are still functioning in France today. And, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Um, I, I think that realistically, though, like, if you want to talk about, like, oldest... Um, like, oldest corporations, you probably have to, like, look back to, um, something like the British trade companies or the Portuguese trade companies, but even then, like, like I said, those mills, they predate them almost, like, entirely. Um, I don't know about the Portuguese, I wasn't reading too much about them, I'm pretty sure they're like, oh my god, can I not? Um, sorry again for that horrible, horrible sound. Um, I, I just, I can't stop being stupid. Um, anyway, um, yeah, the Portuguese, I'm pretty sure it was 1400s, 1500s that they started like colonizing and doing all that stuff. So all their trading, um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely probably them or like I said earlier, the Chinese silk trade roads, or actually, if you really look back to it, and here is here's my opinion on the EDF thing too, and the and honestly the British trade companies and stuff that have been around like supposedly they've been around the longest or like they were formed or they were the first companies or whatever. I think that anything formed under like the monarchy through the monarchy, um, even if it is like technically owned by some lord, um, but then the lord has to pay um huge reparations from the trade company to the queen and the queen pretty much ends up owning the trade companies so like my thing is is like if it's government owned it's no longer a corporation right so like technically these are not these aren't like corporations and EDF um is a LLC now but it was just formed in 2004 into an into an LLC so that's what i'm saying like maybe maybe um, what you really want to look at for corporations, um, you look back to like the Roman empire, um, because they had land ownership back then and people could own shops and things like that in the Roman empire. Um, so maybe with, through some untraceable way and through some untraceable sources, um, through non-writing or whatever. It was just spoken word policy. Um, and like, I mean, maybe there was stuff written and it just never, none of the texts survived um, for that long, you know, and no one cared about saving that or that it was just burned in the raids and stuff like that, you know. But like, maybe there were like ledgers and stuff, you know, from the Roman times that like, some dude owned like 60 stores across all of Rome and they were called like, um, they were called like, 
um, Spartacus's plus, you know, or whatever, something like that. Like, I'm sure if there was like a store chain like that in the Roman Empire, it would have been known. But like, come on, y'all. Like, imagine it. Imagine. Oh, my God. Okay, so here's another pitch for a TV show, y'all. This is just off the bat random. Um, So pitch for the TV show. Here we go. You are a coffee shop employee at a Starbucks, but the Starbucks are not Starbucks, but it's like a coffee shop, you know, but it's like, it's like a corporation coffee shop, right? Um, and like, you're back in like the Roman times, you know, and the coffee shop is like, like everything there is like, you have to brew coffee and like, like a traditional way, you know, and stuff like that. Cause I mean, I'm sure they didn't have coffee, but like, you know, you know what I mean? Like they had like, maybe you just like do pour overs and stuff, <laughs> but like, Come on, y'all. I think that maybe, maybe there was, maybe someone owned like a lot of bathhouses, you know, like, and, and they didn't like have like a ledger on that, but you had to pay to get in the bathhouse or something, or you needed a bathhouse token and the bathhouse tokens you had to pay for. I don't know. Here's my thing, y'all. I think that the earliest corporations were probably formed right around that time. Um, and you can't, um, through trade nature, in people, I think there's always, like, a want. Oh, my God. Stop shaking, please. Your stupid microphone. I think there's always, like, a want for more, you know? Especially when people are going, like, for... Like, for specific... um, Specifically for, like, most profit, you know? And, like, when they see how much profit they can make off of one, and they're like, okay, this is great, but I have excess. Or maybe it's, like, I have... um. I have the ability to expand and get excess, you know, so like maybe that's the other thing. Like maybe the, the trader or the the farmer that they're buying from is like, hey, I'm selling a lot of excess, you know, like maybe you could buy more. And they're like, yeah, I mean, I probably could. But like if I bought too much, you know, I don't know if I had another store in another town, though, or like on the town right o- right over, you know, that's like half a day's ride. Um that would be great. And then the farmer's like, okay, well, actually, that's on the way from my farm. So I'll drop it off, drop it off at your first store, and then drop off your second shipment here. He's like, and then you just start your day, like, riding your horse or whatever um, out to the first location. And you meet the farmer. Like, you get up really early. You ride your horse out of the first location and you meet the farmer um, and then the farmer and you both ride back to town. He drops off your second shipment and then you go home in your town. And like, that's how it works. You know, at first you own two stores, right? And then you get managers for these stores, like people who are in charge because you're making so much money or like you're like, okay, you receive my shipments and I'll pay you a little extra and you tell these people what to do so I don't have to come here every day, you know? Like, I feel like that was probably, there was probably something like that going on back then, you know? Um, but like, there's um, not proof, you know, that I've seen because I haven't read very much. So like if someone, if someone is a, a Roman scientist who, or a Roman um, historian who knows about Roman corporations or Roman businesses and how, how, what level of trade they had. And like, if anyone 
not I don't I don't want to know like if uh like Augustus or Octavian or any of the emperors had um oh my god can you not jet thanks um had the ability to like own thousands of stores or did own thousands of these things and like had all of this stuff because like yes of course emperors and empires can do that but then it's government owned in my opinion um so it doesn't count anymore so if you know of a of a known roman citizen citizen not working for government or anything like that who just was like, you know what, I'm going to own, I'm just going to buy stores, and he ended up owning like three or four, or maybe even like a ton, you know, maybe there was like a, a McDonald's back then, you know, I don't know. Um, anyway, let's go on to the next thing. Um, these are just little topics um, that, that I thought were funny, so um, just um, make sure to check out the website, I think that for, you know, more long episodes uh, and stuff like that, but um in my opinion, y'all, I think book covers are very important, right? And and here's the thing, right? I think you should be able to judge a book by a cover, right? And, and don't get me wrong here. I don't I don't mean this in, 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 in any cruel way. Like, if, if the artist couldn't find a better cover or a cover that represented it better, it's not my fault, right? So here's the thing, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, with some covers of books like uh, some covers make sense but hear me out right you don't see like marvel putting um putting flowers or something on the avengers movie just flowers just a picture of like daisies and and stuff like on the avengers movie like that's not the avengers yo um <laughs> but yeah i mean why why be misleading, right? Why be misleading? I've seen so many books that are like the fallen heartbeat and it's like roses on the cover or something. And I'm like, just make it a red cover. Just give it a red cover. Make it a red book with black text on the front and I'm more likely to read it. I'm not going to pick up a book that has like flowers and stuff written all, like all across the front of just flowers unless I'm looking for a book about flowers. Um... I will pick up a book that has a cover that makes sense. If the cover makes sense for what the book is about, then yes, I am more likely to read the book. But if they could, if they literally, it just looks like they went on Google image search and they pulled up a random image and they're like, yeah, that's my book cover. Like I, I'm going to judge a book by its cover. <laughs> just sorry. I'm going to, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I mean, come on, stop being so misleading, y'all. I I mean, I get it. Like, sometimes you want to put flowers on the front of your book. But like, if your book is about vampires and you name it Twilight, you know, wait, 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 wait. let's look up the Twilight cover art. Le yeah, here we go. We're going to hear some buzzing. Twilight cover art book. Because I'm pretty sure it's just like a flower, right? It's a... Okay. Okay. See? I actually like this. Because I thought it was this. This is New Moon's book cover. I don't really like New Moon's book cover. Um, 
No, honestly, I really, no, like, going with the rest of the theme, though, it makes sense. Like, see, it's actually a really, really beautiful cover, and this is, uh, this is obviously not what I was thinking of. I was thinking of, there was some book that I saw today that just made me think, um, that just made me think of what it was, and I don't remember what it was, but uh, either way, y'all, um, I... <laughs> My point is, is that like, if you don't have like, if you don't have like a, like um, a relatable image to the cover, um, then like, don't, don't be, um, don't be putting it on the book, you know, just put a blank, blank cover, like a good blank cover or, or alternatively, I really like when artists do this too. They put their face on the on the front of the cover because then I know who they are. I really like when they do that. Um, it's usually when the book is about them, but some artists put their face on the cover of books, um, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that in my opinion. I think that that's one hundred percent okay. I think that more artists should feel comfortable like just putting themselves out there. But I know a lot of people who who like private life, you know, and they want to, um, as artists, they want to maintain, you know, like, I don't know, that, like, level of, of, um, secrecy or something, you know, because there's, like, people who do, like, um, like, they have writer names or whatever, and no one knows who they are. Anyway, off the topic of book covers, my unpopular opinion of book covers. Yes, I'm still going to read the book if it has a bad cover. Can I judge the cover? Yes, I can judge the freaking cover. I can do whatever I want to do. Um, anyway, I wanted to talk very briefly um, before I ended here about chess cheaters, right? Now, now I understand. Okay, y'all, I understand why you cheated a game, so don't think that I'm stupid. You cheated a game to either a if specifically if it's online game either a increase your xp level your uh level or whatever or increase um uh and make yourself look good i guess like on stream maybe um if you're streaming chess but or just any game you know this is just any game i understand cheating right but why chess? You know, it's and this is to, to this extent of cheating, like that I'm watching, like online people playing, um, that literally you just play whatever the computer tells you to play. It's literally like playing with your little cousin, or no, it's literally like being the little cousin while you're playing with your older cousins and your oh, big brother on the video game system, you know? You're like, yeah, I'm totally playing, but your controller's actually unplugged. You're not actually playing. The computer's playing the game for you. You're sitting there letting your big brother take the controls for you and do it better. Um, I'm not mad because I've been beat by chess cheaters. I certainly haven't. I've been beat by people who are moderately okay at the game because I'm pretty bad at the game. Actually, not going to lie, y'all, my score has fallen down to 400. 400, so I've dropped 200 points. There's no way that I'm going to get to anywhere near 1,000 because, y'all, this game is hard, and I get it. I understand why you want to cheat, but I don't understand why you would cheat at chess because, first of all, 
you're going to get banned from this website that most people play on anyway. And then you just have to create another account and start over again and pay the stupid diamond membership. Um, but uh, I don't understand why people sit there and they're like, okay, what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to raise my level up to this high level so I can play against grandmasters and make them mad, like troll them, I guess. Like, maybe they're trying to troll. Uh, that's the other thing. Maybe it's like a trolling. Um, but, like, out of all games, chess? Really? I mean, I understand a lot of people are playing chess right now, yo. But, like, apparently there's a lot of cheaters out there playing chess. Like, why would you cheat at chess? Like, I get it. Like, there's some serious games out there. I understand, like, the professionals, why they would cheat and, they're, and why they wouldn't cheat specifically. Um... But, like, you're playing online with literally zero gain. Um, I don't know about maybe these tournaments that you can play in, like, if you're at a certain level, uh, you can earn money. But the thing is, is that they notice when you make bot moves. They have grandmasters sitting there and these people sitting here watching going, okay, he's making moves that are very bot-like, you know, and... Uh, I don't know. It's just something I don't understand about cheating, you know, like specifically chess. You know, why would you pick chess? Um, anyway, y'all. Oh, my God. That's perfect. But uh, it's playing on three different channels. So uh, that's not good. Uh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I'll probably turn that down just a tad on your side. Jesus Christ. It's like blaring in my side. Oh, it sounds so good, though. Oh, my God. Woo! Turn it down, though. My freaking ears are going to explode. Yeah, the amp on this thing. The bass. Y'all could probably hear it through my... It was like... <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. I don't know, y'all. I, uh, I hope y'all have a... Uh, y'all have a good day. Um... And uh, I hope y'all go check out the website. I think that data work. Um, and leave in the comments if you a have a saxophone uh, that you want to sell to me. B, you um, know anything about Roman or yeah Roman corporations. Um, and C, if you have any proof of corporations predating that you know because i'm probably not going to look much more into it um but i'll write it down as something to like remind y'all to let me know about you know because i'm certainly not going to look into it anymore um anyway if you send me a link uh in the comments i'll definitely check it out uh other than that have a good one y'all uh peace out and i will see y'all when tomorrow exactly tomorrow i know today wasn't a long episode like i promised but you know what we can't complain all we can do is stay beautiful y'all have a good one